Hello and welcome to the Collapse Experiment. This is probably going to be a quick one. I've only got, I believe, three stories to go over. But uh, there's one that is a, a reoccurring story that just keeps coming up. Because we're really, really bad at pulling out. So, what what is this story? Well, it has to go back to Afghanistan. Yes, uh, apparently the Taliban is doing the jobs of the Americans at this point, which should we really be surprised. And if you want to read this story and all the others that I'm going to be covering and have covered in the past, go to thecollapseexperiment.com. You can also check out the Substack, and there is a podcast version of this show. So, let's get to it. Taliban kills mastermind of Kabul airport bombing that killed 183 people, including 13 U.S. military. Uh, this was a huge blunder for the Biden administration, considering that uh, the number of U.S. Ca casualties in Afghanistan had plummeted to close to zero for a, a really long period of time. Until we had this weird fiasco of trying to evacuate from a country that was so disorganized. Um, we, we can't even come up with a really good excuse for why it was as bad as it was. We have no idea. They were too busy reading white fragility or some bullshit. So anyways... A ground attack carried out by the Taliban has killed the Islamic State militant believed to be mastermind of the Kabul airport suicide bombing. So this is the Taliban going after ISIS. Who would have thought? Okay, the Taliban assault happened early this month and it was over. Only over recent days that the U.S. intelligence analysis concluded with high confidence... Okay, so this probably wasn't a dude. Uh, that he had been killed. But uh, considering who we're getting this information from... Uh, it's questionable, to say the least. Uh, the name of the senior operative of ISIS, Khorashan Province, or ISIS-K... Because you need your vitamin K and your ISIS... I don't know where they come up with this crap. Uh, it's still classified and no additional details have been provided about the circumstances of his death. So the name of the person who pulled off this event, they're keeping secret. And um, they're not providing any details on how he died. We have heard this before. So maybe this isn't really the uh, the news story that I thought it was going to be because they're really giving us no details other than some nameless dude who we think was responsible for this event that was horrible and tragic and really embarrassed the U.S. military at the time. Well, uh, we we think he's he's gone now. The Department of Defense said the United States didn't coordinate with the Taliban or otherwise aid the assault that killed the senior Islamic State terrorist. ISIS-K is the chief enemy of the Taliban. Wow, it's no longer us. Aww. <laughs> and has perpetrated an ongoing string of terror attacks. Okay, uh, the Associated Press reports the group is believed to be 4,000 strong in Afghanistan. 
Earlier this month, the White House released a National Security Council report that blamed the Trump administration for the disastrous exit. The the one that he scheduled and you changed the schedule and didn't follow any of the the military plans and how to... uh, No, dude, the buck stops with you. You pathetic piece of crap. So yeah, uh, they're trying to blame somebody else who's not in office. Because that's a sign of a purely responsible individual right there. In addition to the horrific airport bombing, that exit included Afghans falling to their deaths from departing uh, Air Force cargo planes. Kind of reminds you of the falling man from 9-11, if you ask me. Uh, And American taxpayers abandoning 22,000 Hummers, close to 1,000 armored vehicles, 64,000 machine guns, 3,500... 358,000 rifles and almost 200 artillery pieces. All I'm asking for is the right to own the same guns and ammunition and weapons and and things that I paid for the Taliban to have. That's that's all. I mean, if they can just hand this stuff over to these guys, how is it not my constitutional right to own the same stuff if I choose to? And any anybody have any arguments against that? I don't under. This was a, a terrorist organization, was it not? I mean, we went in two thousand and one. We didn't leave until two thousand and one. Uh, I just I don't understand. After the report was released, the White House spokesman John Kirby said Biden is very proud of how the withdrawal was carried out. There's nothing to be proud of there, dude. None. Like the Operation Pineapple Express was more successful than the stupidity of how everything else worked out. Uh, And mind-boggling denied that the withdrawal was chaotic. Yeah, um... That's that's our president right there. Uh, the August 2021 bombing occurred as thousands of Afghans mobbed Ham- Hamid Karzai International Airport despite uh, desperate to leave uh, before the Taliban reestablished full control over the country, which, aside from the airport, had already happened. Remember, they're the ones that had the checkpoints to get to the airport. And they were finding and capturing anybody who was on their nice little watch list, especially if they had a vagina. So, yeah, uh, great. That, that's great work there, Biden administration. Last weekend, the Pentagon started notifying family members of these slain U.S. service members. Wait, what? Last weekend, the Pentagon started notifying family members of the slain U.S. service members. Whatever happens, it's not going to bring... Taylor back, and I understand that. Darren Hoover, father of Marine Staff Sergeant Darren Taylor Hoover, told the Associated Press. So I'm getting, oh, okay. So they were notifying that the person responsible, uh, who they did not name or say how they were killed, is is now gone. Um, Yeah. All right. So whoop-de-doo. 
about the only thing his mom and I can do now is be an advocate for him. We all want, all we want is the truth and we're not going to get it. That's the frustrating part. Yeah, join the club. <laughs> Added Hoover, who said that ever since the explosion, he's been praying for the Biden administration to be held accountable for mismanaging the withdrawal from his Afghanistan. When you're in a political party and a system that fails people up, this kind of stuff gets people promoted. Oh, we did a horrible job. Well, congratulations. You're not going to be head of the Department of God knows what. We're going to fuck things up even more because that's how progress works. Uh, I went to a gun-free zone and they didn't give me a gun. <laughs> comment from the comment section over here. <laughs> Uh, I think it's supposed to be a free gun zone. Uh, switch the words around. Who knows? But hey, when you're lexistic like me, you might get things confused. Okay, what withdrawal? Uh, that withdrawal kept a pointless 20-year war that killed 2,400 U.S. service members and wounded more than 20,000. Along the way, they fought enemies created by their own government were ordered to ignore pedophilia perpetrated by Afghan officers. Yeah, there were soldiers prosecuted for killing Afghans who were molesting, uh, doing horrible things to young children. And then they were prosecuted for murder because they wanted to stop bad things happening to children. Yeah, that's, that's an awesome environment. I don't understand what the, what, what, what was going on in the minds of these people. I have no idea. Uh, breathe uh, carcinogenic fumes from waste burned pits and endured long lasting psychological harm all while their military and civilian masters lied about the war's progress. No wonder the military is falling far short of its recruiting targets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Afghanistan is that one of those things where, well, we were so successful here. Don't you want to join our army? No, N nope, no. <laughs> okay, so moving on from that story, uh, the smell of intimidation. Taiwanese writer, I'm guessing this is probably a reporter, uh, is reported missing in China, has been detained in national security crime investigation. Heaven forbid a reporter do any type of work these days. Less than a month after a Wall Street Journal reporter was detained in Russia due to alleged spying, on Wednesday, Chinese authorities whipped out an identical playbook, said that a Taiwanese publisher reported missing while visiting Shanghai was under investigation for suspected national security crimes. Heaven forbid there be any type of free press anywhere, including the United States. Uh, this country is really going to crap. Uh, Li Hanhe, editor-in-chief of Gusa Publishing, is under investigation by national security organs. Organs? National security organs. I'm pretty sure that might be a type. I don't know. On suspicion of engaging in activities endangering national security, Zhu Fenglan, spokeswoman for Beijing's 
Taiwan Affairs Office told a press conference the relevant parties will protect Lee's legitimate rights and interests in accordance with the law. Uh, okay, that's the law of the party in China, not not actual. Laws are just kind of BS these days, aren't they? Like, they can just write up anything and say, well, no, it's illegal. Um, keep in mind that the Germans who were doing horrible things to certain people during World War II were following the law, and the people who were hiding those individuals to keep bad things from happening to them were breaking the law. Law is not a, a moral compass. It's, it's a complete joke these days. Plural for organizations these days. Oh, I had no idea. Organs. Well, that's sus. It sounds just as bad as every other stupid short-term phrase that it's just our lazy generation. Organs. How would anybody know organs? Organizations? That's a word. Organs refers to stuff that's located in my body. I, have, I would have no idea. Uh, I know, right? Yes. Uh, I totally agree with you on that one. This is, uh, when they start writing like this, it's no wonder stuff is falling apart. Activists and Taiwanese-based journalists have raised the alarm on Li's disappearance with dissident Chinese poet Bai Ling writing in a Facebook post last week that Li is believed to have been secretly detained in Shanghai while on a visit to see family last month. That was a poorly timed visit. Lee's Goose of Books has published books on history and politics critical of Chinese ruling Communist Party, including a history of alleged Chinese oppression in the western region of Xinjiang and a title on Beijing's global propaganda efforts. China's broadly worded national security law forbids any engagement in separatist activities and subversion, among other actions deemed threatening to the state. And that is coming to America. I'm not kidding when I say that. That's why all these independent journalist uh, endeavors are popping up. Uh, like the quartering doing uh, his own journalism piece, uh, Tim Pool which I would have to kind of describe as less legitimate because he just won't do anything contrary to YouTube policy, even on his own website. So that's kind of a joke in itself. But you have the Blaze and all these other endeavors out there that are popping up, and that's really the only place, like the Epoch Times at this point, I would have to say is probably top of the line when it comes to actual journalism. So... Um, if you want to know what the hell is really going on, probably go to the Epoch Times. Check out a bunch of the other stuff that is available online. Uh, don't be surprised when stuff starts disappearing from YouTube because this stuff is already here. Pool is clickbait for paste eaters. I was a paste eater for probably two years. Kind of miss it. So, yeah. Um, Tim Pool... Uh, you know, I really, I'm just kind of watching the shorts on, on his stuff now. If I want to hear what he has to say about anything, I'm usually more interested in the guest that he has on because it's the guest that usually gets him in trouble, which is the good stuff right there. 
So, yeah, uh, this, unfortunately, this publisher uh, has disappeared in China, and quite frankly, nobody is really going to do anything about it. So, if you are a journalist, uh, stay, stay home. Uh, if you want to be on the scene, be safe, uh, and don't go to foreign countries where your profession is not respected at all. So, uh, China, uh, that's, that's really like what we're aiming for at this point. YouTuber guilty for selling metal cards that DOJ says are <clears throat> machine gun conversion de devices. Well, let's see what this has to, this has been popping up for a while. And finally, there's an article that kind of sums it up. Well, I didn't want to post any videos um, on the website. I really wanted to get an actual article that kind of explained this better. So, a Wisconsin gun dealer whose YouTube channel has 180,000 subscribers. By the way, if you like this channel, you can follow me and get me closer to 180,000 subscribers if, if you so choose. I'm almost at, at 500, <laughs> not 500,000, but 500. So, uh, yeah, um, subscribers was convicted of conspiring to transfer unregistered machine gun conversion devices that were nothing more than a metal bottle, metal bottle openers etched with patterns called lightning links that when milled can convert a semi-automatic AR-15 rifle into an automatic machine gun. Okay, does it come with the switch and everything else? Or is this just... Uh, uh, it sounds like from the beginning that this was probably just a gimmick. It was a funny ha-ha. Gun dealer Matthew Hoover, who operated CRS Firearms Channel, was found guilty of conspiring to transfer unregistered machine gun conversion devices that they re referred to as auto key cards. Okay. I want to know if the ATF actually cut these pieces out and converted an AR-15. That's one question I have. Do, do these things actually work? What is the quality of it? I mean, is this a product that other people should really start looking into? I don't know. Uh, but um, the Department of Justice wrote in a press release, he was convicted of four counts of transferring unregistered machine gun conversion devices and faces uh, 45 years in jail. That's a lot of time for metal pieces. So it's, is it due to the lines that were drawn on the, cause like anybody can go out and buy sheet metal anywhere. So I'm guessing it has to do with the lines that were drawn on it. Sounds like something that would blow up if you try to use it. Probably. Yeah. Also facing severe jail time is Christopher Justin Boyer Irvin. The DOJ said he was convicted of seven counts of transferring unregistered machine gun conversion devices, three counts of possessing unregistered machine gun conversion devices, and one count of structuring cash transactions to avoid currency transaction reported requirements. 
I want to know who's being prosecuted for transferring a whole lot of arms over to the terrorist organization known as the Taliban. Who's, who's being prosecuted for that? We transferred Humvees, helicopters, artillery, machine guns, all this stuff over to a terrorist organization and then walked away. <clears throat> so who's being prosecuted for that? These, these are metal cards that were, I'm assuming, sent through the mail. And yet we've got an, basically an organized arms deal going with the Taliban. Um, who's, who's being prosecuted? Who's going to get 45 years in prison for that? No one. Absolutely no one. Irving faces a maximum penalty of 110 years in federal prison for metal cards. Okay, this is not handing over hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars of arms to a terrorist organization. This is assumingly a business card being sent to possible uh, clients, customers. Hoover, Hoover and Irvin sold lightning links etched into metal cards, uh, which he referred to as auto key cards. From around four, from around forty dollars for one version to more than one hundred eighty dollars, Hoover touted the cards on his YouTube channel. In one video, he said, "Oh, is this one? He's um, uh, basically making himself guilty. Auto key cards are awesome because they're stupid cheap." You could drop one in your rifle or, you know, if you're actually going to do this legally, this is just a bottle opener. That was a poor choice of words. What this is, is a novelty. Okay, he could have just said it's a paperweight, you know, like inert hand grenades that aren't live or active. So if someone sees it, they're like, hey, what is this? You explain to them that because laws are so ridiculous and so out of control, if I were to cut on these lines, you could become a felon. That's just stupid. Wow. How ridiculous is that? It's just a conversation starter. Well, you know, if you didn't say the other line, ooh, the DOJ said it took ATF agents about 40 minutes to remove the pieces from the metal card via a Dremel rotary tool. Last Thursday, defense attorneys for the man argued the firearms law doesn't cover their clients because it doesn't restrict items that could potentially be made into conversion devices. As long as you do not cut it out, you have not broken the law, Urban's lawyer Alex King told juries. Executive Assistant U.S. Attorney Laura Coffer-Taylor told jurors before they began del deliberating, where is the line? That's really a question you all will have to face. Meanwhile, firearm expert Brendan Herrera, the AK guy, made the point, if selling a template is treated like selling a machine gun itself, how is distributing a 3D printing file any different issue? How is distributing a 3D printing file any different issue? Uh, here's more from Herrera. Okay, so <clears throat> they do have a link to Brandon Herrera's video on this. But yeah, um, so 
they're saying that even having the knowledge on how to do these things because it's illegal is illegal within itself. Which, uh, since when did we outlaw actual knowledge? I don't know. Uh, this is where things like the Anarchist Cookbook are, are very questionable because it's basically a collection of forbidden knowledge collected into, into one book. But it's all stuff that you can look up elsewhere, especially military handbooks, which uh, pretty soon they're probably probably going to outlaw any civilians being able to buy those as well. Um, they talk about, it's funny because they talk about uh, banning books and censorship because it's basically child bad stuff being put in schools and they're like, oh, look at these people. They're book burning. They're banning books. This is bad. Meanwhile, this is the type of stuff that uh, the left is wanting to ban as well. Except uh, really, I don't, aside from this guy saying some stupid stuff on YouTube, um, I don't see, they, again, they cut out the parts. I want to see them actually use this in an AR-15. Would this be functional or is it, as he said, a novelty? Because if they didn't show that in court, I don't think they had a case. And the jury, juries, jurors are stupid, okay? I've been on two, two juries so far. Um, the last one, not so bad. The first one I was on, a bunch of flaming, bleeping idiots, okay? Um, but, um, just because the jury came back and said that this guy was guilty, uh, he definitely has room for appeal here. I don't think they made their case unless they can actually show that these parts work. So, um, and again, who knows, maybe he actually drew these pieces to where they wouldn't work, right? Uh, who knows? We don't know. Uh, definitely was not, I didn't follow the trial, probably couldn't watch the trial. I don't know what the, the stipulation was on the trial itself, but, um, yeah, there's, so there's some information that is missing from this article that I, I would question, but, um, yeah, it's a bottle opener and, um, it's basically a sheet of metal with some lines on it. Just because they were able to use a Dremel to cut the parts out, I want to know if the parts work. That's my main question. Here, you try it first. <laughs> uh, sounds like something that would blow up if you try to use it. Do we actually believe the DOJ these days? I, I don't know. Like, how much evidence did they leave out of this case uh, during discovery? That seems to be like one of their leading things that they enjoy doing these days is having documentation and stuff that just is not allowed to go to the defense because they want to have a conviction. So, yeah, I've got several questions on this. I don't think this guy should be going to prison. I think uh, overall he didn't do anything wrong. He, It's kind of like this takes me back to Ruby Ridge which is probably going to get me flagged on YouTube or put on some other new list with Homeland Security or whatever. But the thing with Ruby Ridge was that 
a federal agent went to Randy Weaver and said, I want to buy this shotgun, but before I buy it, I need you to uh, slice a bit off of the barrel, which he refused to do repeatedly over and over again. Until finally the guy said, look, here's the cash. I have the money. I know you need it. Just cut the barrel and we can be done with this. And to get the guy out of this freaking house, he cut, it was like a quarter of an inch, eighth of an eighth of an inch, something horribly stupid. And that was what they tried to use against him, right? This guy didn't even cut the parts. So I... A sheet of metal, completely legal, um, didn't cut the parts out himself, didn't distribute any cut parts that could be used. So, yeah, I've got a whole lot of questions about this one because apparently you can have something and as long as it can be transferred into something illegal, it's illegal. Is that the stipulation they're trying to go by now? Because... This rifle can be converted. It is therefore illegal because there's the possibility you could turn it into a machine gun. Is that where we're heading? That's a slippery slope. Very, very slippery. Uh, and they're trying to F a whole lot of people. And we're seriously going to have to start investing in some lube because they're going to start bending people over on stuff like this. Um, this is pretty crazy. I, I don't understand at this point going, <laughs> racking my brain on this story right here. Uh, this guy should not be going to prison. This is completely ridiculous. Uh, so yeah, a novelty item is now illegal. <laughs> Something that doesn't do anything on its own. Uh, people might put some work into this. Oh my God. Uh, gotta say it sounds like a load of propaganda. Uh, yeah, but I think what they're trying to do, they just keep trying to push the law into a certain direction to their benefit, and in reality, it's just going to hurt law-abiding citizens. So, anyways, that is it for me today. That's all the stories I have, and actually, this went a little bit longer than I thought it was going to. So, um, anyways, hope everyone takes care, and, uh, keep on typing.